0: to finding our feet
1: the adoption journal hello and welcome to another episode of finding our feet the adoption journal with me mr k and
0: me mrs k (laughs) (laughs) that was new
1: that was very new yeah
0: i was excited by that
1: if you've if you've listened to the podcast already then that's great if not um, then welcome and we would like to hear from people as well so you can follow us on instagram at finding.our.feet underscore um, and you can also drop us a, a, a direct message on there or you can email us at findingourfeet.adoptionjournal at com. and yeah we'd like to hear any stories of people um through adoption whether they've been adopted or they have adopted or any questions that people have about our journey Mm -hmm. or just adoption in general it'd be great to to hear from some people and we can maybe address some of those questions on uh, future episodes of the pod as well
0: yeah but also thank you to people that have given us amazing feedback on both our instagram and the uh, the adoption um this podcast we've had i can't i mean i said it i think in either the third or fourth episode but it's just crazy the love we've had and Mm. the feedback and the support the questions the questions have been the conversations that we've had with people um online and stuff like that have been amazing haven't they so thank you thank you you, thank you thank you and keep going because we love it
1: yeah it's been awesome um so yeah so how are you how are you mrs (laughs) the question that always fluxes you oh no how are you
0: I'm just not good at improvisation. <laughs> uh, uh, on the spot, these microphones just make me feel on edge. But how am I? I'm good. I'm hot. It's been
1: uh, oh my, a word. hot
0: weekend, hasn't it?
1: It's been, it's been silly, hasn't it? Let's Although
0: it's not as bad as the forty degrees that time. Oh man, that was horrific. But it is pretty bad. We're sat in darkness. Mm.
1: Um, I honestly, you know, when people hot. say like, oh, um, it, this country's like forty-five degrees, or like Antarctica's minus 50 or whatever. I'm always like, I wonder what that actually feels like. Uh, and now, now I know. Or I mean,
0: we don't know how cold that feels, well, yeah, but I don't but think the, I like, the, ever the want to know how cold so, yeah. Antarctica feels.
1: My car air conditioning has broken as well. My um,
0: Mine doesn't work either.
1: It took me an hour and a half to get in from work in whatever, like 34 degrees. <sighs> uh, Back sweat was grim, real. Grim. Yeah. Grim.
0: I went to visit my friend um, the other day for a couple of days And I've never experienced heat like it. She said, like, she was, like, making jokes about the heat. Well, I thought she was making jokes about how hot her house was going to be. And I was like, ha, 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 because she's quite, you know, like me, dramatic. Um, But she wasn't being dramatic. That was was heat that I've never experienced in my entire life. Yeah. It was, the back of her house was, like, a greenhouse. (laughs) Oh, my. It honestly, I've never known it, so how she's living in it right now. Yeah, big loves cause... unbearable. Yee!
1: Anything that you want to tell us about your week? That's just, it's just gone.
0: Uh, just been see my friend. Um, yep. So I spoke about that. That's tick, tick that off. I've spoke about that. <coughs> <laughs> what have I done? Oh, I've done nothing. Um, well, actually. What We've got huge things to say. This week's been a whirlwind of surprises. Yeah. So like I said, I obviously went... Also, I realise I speak a lot. Everyone keeps saying there's a lot of Mrs. K. I will let Mr. K talk today, I promise. Mm. Um, but I'll just talk for now, you know. Keep, keep, keep I mean, I've, 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 I've asked you a question. So. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I'm just paranoid, you know, now. Um, so I went to see my friend and came back on the Wednesday. And when I came back, Mr. K was like, oh, we've got a meeting with our social worker today. Because we handed in our ROI, which is registration of interest. Yeah,
1: we probably didn't pull that out on...
0: I didn't, and so then I had a lot of questions yeah. saying, what's an ROI? And I realised...
1: Republic of Ireland. Uh,
0: it could be, but it it's is, not. It is, but yeah. I, well, I, I don't mean looks <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> no, it's um, a fault. But basically, uh, I'm assuming you have to do it for both local authority yeah, and
1: would, it's probably something that we'll talk about in a little bit more detail will we it, yeah in a few in future episodes I thought but
0: but anyway so to register registrar to re- I can't speak to register to register um to the adoption process? Yeah, it's a what registration
1: of interest. So it's you saying, why didn't you just speak? I am, um, st- we want to adopt and this is why. Basically. But you have like
0: a few forms to fill in. Yeah, late. so you
1: have to fill in. Yeah, a few But
0: downloads. we had to hand it in on a specific date. Yeah. So we had all this done ready, didn't we? A couple of months before, mm-hmm. but we had to wait till a specific date yeah. to hand it in. So we handed that in on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I was ex- wasn't was expecting to hear anything that quick. Mm. And then came back on, li- well, I think within seconds of me seeing you in the um, afternoon, when I got back, you were like, oh, we've got a meeting with um, our social worker. And I was like, oh. And then we had another meeting planned as well uh, to meet people in our situation, which is next week, isn't it? Well, the week coming up, which will be exciting. So that might be something to talk about on the pod. Um, And then to find out, which I think I've just misunderstood, but we've started stage one. Yeah. I thought we were starting that after
1: the training it's all happening
0: it's all happening this week like crazy yeah um so yeah big big changes this week i felt overwhelmed Yeah. um on wednesday i couldn't sleep um i was buzzing about this information but i also finished uh i'd drilled the book where the crawl dancing oh what a book but i finished it at like ten o'clock at night and let's let me tell you I'm not gonna give it away but if you haven't read it you need to read it. Maybe mm-hmm. don't finish it at ten o'clock yeah, at
1: night. Yeah the ending 10, 10 is
0: ten o'clock, sorry. Ten o'clock Sorry. Yeah. Um... 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, the ending. Yeah. If it's... you've not read it, just go out now.
0: Um get it, that book.
1: WH Smith is still a thing, but probably won't be quite sparse. Or just go on the internet, buy it. It It's
0: so good. Anyway, that's what I was saying. My head was buzzing about everything. Um, So it's been a good week. It's been overwhelming. Uh, I was speaking to your sister the other day and she was like, it's a bit like the positive pregnancy test. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what that feels like, but Mm. I can imagine it's a great feeling. And maybe because I was all the emotions, genuinely all the emotions. But But enough about me. People wanted to hear from the man himself, Mr K. <laughs> Mr K, how was your week? Uh, yeah, it was good. You know, Did I, I, take you off guard. Yeah,
1: I I had a nice few days when you were away, Brilliant. just nice and quiet.
0: Uh, social workers, if you're listening, we do have a really happy marriage. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had a nice few days. It was it was nice and relaxing. And you know, in the evenings, the the two nights I was here on my own, I I caught up with the program Bet- Better Call Saul. Which is like the
0: Better Call Saul. Better
1: Call Saul. (laughs) It's like the prequel to Breaking Bad. So if you've watched Breaking Bad. Oh, man. Better Call Saul. Do you know what? I'd go as far as to say it might be better than Breaking Bad. So it's just coming to the finale of the final season, which is actually out
0: soon. Oh, soon.
1: Yeah. So, oh, man, it's so good. And the last few episodes have been nail biting, to say the least.
0: Nail biting? Yeah. That's a statement, isn't it? It is a weird statement. Do you Nail think people act, right, bite physically nails. bite the nails. What I don't. In, on edge? Yeah. People, well, people do. Like, I don't. I think people. But, well, I, my brother used to bite his nails. Mm, I think so. But anyway,
1: it was excellent, yeah, very good, it. and I would definitely recommend it to anyone. Nothing to do with adoption, but it's an excellent
0: program. There you go. Um, so that was my don't my take. Week. Well, I don't know what I was going to say then. That was your week, mm. fabulous. Anything else you want to say, Mister K? Let's hear no, your voice. I think, voice a bit I think more.
1: I've uh, I think I've said all I need to say there. So. This episode for this week is called Our First Meeting. So Is it? I didn't know. I that. don't know, I just made that up. <laughs> it is now. It makes sense about what we're talking about. So Our what...
0: initial meeting. Okay,
1: oh yeah, that's better. Thank our you. initial meeting. So the purpose of today's episode is we're going to talk about the first ever meeting that we had with our assigned social worker. Mm-hmm. And what that looked like, what sort of things we talked about, and what the, the results of that meeting were. So Sick. let's get into it. Let's do it. <laughs> so our first initial meeting with our social worker so the way that this works is after we'd said from the information evening that we wanted to pursue adoption with our local agency Mm -hmm. they send you an an email just to say thank you for uh, choosing to adopt with us and they arrange for an initial meeting for you to have with your assigned social worker and because of uh, the pandemic And we're obviously still living in a post-pandemic world Mm -hmm. that was done online. So we had the meeting set up and we met our assigned social worker. And we'll talk about the things that we spoke about during that meeting. But how were you feeling, Mrs. K, before that meeting happened?
0: We'd both been at work, hadn't we, that day? And I think I just finished like five minutes early, but you had to finish early, didn't you, to come back for the meeting? I think it was like roughly around... Three o'clock. Yeah. So obviously, being at a school, I had to finish earlier. Um, I was so nervous, so nervous. I, I I think I just didn't know what to expect. Um, I'm not very good on Zoom anyway. I find that really awkward. Oh man, yeah. Just you know, because it's like I was talking to people at church about it today. You know when you're with people, you get that natural reaction. You get that natural connection with people. Mm. And even just body language, you read better. So, you know what I'm like. I like a joke. I like to, you know, try and make people laugh.
1: Got any jokes for us?
0: Oh, some of my students had some cracking ones. I can't even remember them. No. no. I'm just, I just like to... (sighs) You know, I'm not good at jokes. I don't get jokes most of the time. Mm. But I like to think of myself as a semi funny yeah, person. Yeah, a joker, a jo- the joke master. <laughs> <laughs> just cringy. Um, no, and I just think, yeah, being in person, you just you just sense things, don't you? Mm. So being online, you're you're basically facing a computer screen. It's just weird, isn't it? Um, but we've all gone through it because of COVID. So everyone knows about the. the the zoom meetings um but yeah i was terrified i was really really nervous um don't know why kind of don't know what i was expecting but i was on edge shaking i was really shaky and Mm. nervy um but anyway how did you feel um
1: i think i was excited more than nervous because i was i like just at that point just wanted to get the ball rolling so i think i was really keen to to meet our social worker and just yeah. see what they had to say see what the questions were like just get, get just it. hear about the process and just get started but i was also nervous like mm. but it was more of a sort of excited nervous like sort of christmas morning
0: <laughs> our dog and christmas morning <laughs> exciting <yuck. laughs>
1: christmas morning excited <laughs> nervous to see to see what the big man in red brought.
0: oh my goodness squeaky toys all around so, uh well, that's the end of that conversation.
1: <laughs> um but yeah, so the the purpose of this meeting really was the fact that the agency who we've chosen to adopt through, they before you start on the, the training and stage one and things, yeah. they, they have this meeting with you just to make sure that you know what adoption is, that you yeah. are in a position where it's appropriate for you to consider adoption.
0: They don't want you to waste your time. Yeah. yeah, If there's like just a little bit of something that like, if you're in the process of moving house, say, or something like that, just something that needs a few more months, or obviously there might be times where people need a couple of more years or it just might not be right for them, then fair's fair. But sometimes it's just a case of they just want you to not waste your time right now. Yeah. or get not even waste your time. That's probably the wrong way of saying it. But like, feel all the feels. It's 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 an emotional roller coaster, isn't it? Mm. And they want you to be at the right stage to go through that. So it's kind of to set you up really and make you, well, you're on the right path.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's to make sure that the position that you're at at that time
0: is appropriate. Is
1: appropriate for them to start the process yeah. of assessment because otherwise, if they the assessment for anyone who's been through adoption and is adopted you will know that the the assessment process is so long yeah and there's so much to it oh, that the social goodness. workers themselves bless them they don't want to have to go through that work if Far- they know that somebody if, if yeah, by just absolutely. asking a simple question that that person is not going to be I think appropriate. We're,
0: I like obviously we're still very early days but just see, i mean seeing the workload social workers have to do just mind-blowing like yeah i i'm loving this process because i feel like it's opening our eyes to so many different situations and that being one of them mm-hmm. like the hard work that goes in to like social work i i wouldn't have known otherwise yeah, yeah, yeah. so massive respect yeah. massive respect yeah um i like the fact that it's opened our eyes to so many different things
1: so. yeah it does give you a different perspective on a lot of different things yeah it, it
0: really mm-hmm. opens your eyes but yeah. um got lost yeah what?
1: so the, the meeting then so <laughs> so what we covered in the meeting do you want to just sort of outline a few of those things i
0: think you should i, I talked to you you want me to okay yeah. so
1: so within the meeting it was basically a i think it was an hour and a half and we yes, covered lots and lots of different things but the, the the basic things that we covered were um so we were asked about um our personal details so how old are we
0: mm-hmm.
1: um what do we do for a living yeah um what else was there uh, at, like our basic family life so uh, what what sort of family did we grow up in yeah. was it a, a sort of encouraging and nurturing family or did we have any difficulties when we were growing which up which
0: they say is absolutely okay that the, there's um i say they we're in we can only talk about our experience and what we're learning from our own um what the agency we've gone with we i don't know what every agency is different i'm assuming and Mm -hmm. stuff like that but i think what they before we answered the question it was really nice because they um our social worker made it really clear that there's no judgment on our past or whatever like they it in a way I'm sure we'll go on to talk about it. They say a lot of the things that you will talk about and that will we in the process is all to do with shaping you to be the parents you're going to be. Yeah. So don't ever see anything as a weakness as such because I'm sure I'll talk about some of the things that I was thinking. Um, but actually that's to strengthen you. Um, so yeah, I'll just add into that really.
1: Yeah, no, that's really good, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we talked about our experiences of family as we were growing up. And then we spoke a bit about, uh, it was very much sort of surface level. So it's just to get a general idea about it. Like we say, just to make sure that. Yeah, because all of these things will be looked at in a lot more detail in in the future. Uh, So we were asked about our financial situation. So how much money we earn a year, how much we have in savings, uh, if we have any debts, if we have any loans. We were asked about our, Accommodation. So do we live in a rented accommodation? Do we live in a a house? How many rooms do we have? Do we have a room for a a child to to live in and sleep in? Do we have a garden? Uh, Do we have a garden? Do we have any pets? So obviously we have to let them
0: know about
1: Doggo. Oh, Um, blimey
0: Doggo. Right. In that moment.
1: He he lived up to to, all expectations. So
0: our Doggo is a character. A character, isn't he? If anyone listens to this that knows our dog... What a character. So, normally, just lies there asleep. But in the moment... So, you always think it's... You think that everyone's desperate to see our dog. I think they are. They're not. They're really not. (laughs) She had more things on her mind than to want to see our dog. But, obviously, Mr. KB and Mr. K was like... As soon as she asked about the dog, Mm. you went and picked the dog up. Yeah,
1: I reached for him.
0: And, obviously, the dog was happy...
1: He was just relaxed. Um,
0: chilled and asleep. Mm. So as Mr. K picked him up, he did a really loud growl. And then yeah. <laughs> we, were stood- we were like sat there like, oh. I was doing a really fake smile. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my dog never does this normally. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and yeah, the social worker was like, oh, oh. just
0: put your dog down. Yeah,
1: so that... I promise, that I promise he's not normally like that. It didn't go to plan. Um, but I mean, bless him. He,
0: I mean, he was just like, dude. He's a top lad. I'm, I'm asleep. Leave yeah. me alone. He is Imagine a top lad.
1: someone just picked you up when you are asleep.
0: I mean, I suppose we were. Yeah, but he wasn't impressed. He wasn't or pleased.
1: Or so, was yeah, they just asked if he was normally well-behaved.
0: <laughs> he is. He is.
1: I said, yeah, he is normally, apart from in that.
0: But they did ask an imp- interesting question, and she asked us um, the other day on our meeting. Um, she asked us where he oh, sleeps. Yes, yeah. So, this... I mean, again, I don't know what other situations are like or different agencies, but our agency are very keen to, in, if your dog sleeps in your room, that has to change. Yeah. You have to train your dog to sleep elsewhere. Our dog, thankfully, sleeps downstairs. Um, but um, yeah, that was one of the questions mm. they asked. Um, yeah, where do they sleep? They don't want, because I think there's been cases of whatever in the future, in in the past mm. to do with, so...
1: It must be a territorial thing, so I imagine if you're, you know, when children can't sleep or they have have a nightmare or they're just unsettled, well, and they yeah. they'd come to your room. If they came into your room when you're sleeping and your dog was in there, then your dog dog might see that as a threat. Your dad. your dog, oh your, your dog might see that as a threat, and so you know.
0: Yeah, it, we obviously. I don't can imagine
1: for... how. Things I think are, it's sensible, are, are, really. Yeah. I
0: think it. I think it is a sensible thing. So thankfully, that's something we don't need to. Yeah. Because he already sleeps downstairs, but just to be mindful, if anyone's listening to this and they have a dog, yeah, um, yeah. and you're thinking, hmm, that needs to change, mm. get get started now, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting. So yeah, they asked about the dog. They asked about our support network, which was quite funny.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I, but how did how did she ask it? So
1: she said, basically obviously for for adoption adoption is really difficult and same as any parenting and so you need people around you who can support you for you know if you are struggling with anything or you just need some practical help or someone just to talk to so the question was who have you got around you physically nearby not necessarily just as a close friend but who is literally close to you who can support you and help you in times of need? And so we explained that our, our families live nearby, but then well, they she, said, "Have you got any any friends that might well, no, nearby?" Well, no, because um, I, I think
0: she asked she asked a question similar to that, and I because she asked me first, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," but it was more of a case of um, who who's cl- who are you close to yeah. or something like that. So I just listed off probably like three friends, yeah, and then but I didn't even list off my brother, yeah, I just listed off. Three friends. Sorry, brother. Um, you are close to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like cringe. Um, but just thought that's what she meant. And mm. then she asked you. But then when she was asking sh- you, she was like, please tell me you've got more friends than that. Have you and got we were more like,
1: than five friends? Like, <laughs> so I think so, yeah. <laughs> I
0: was like, I think I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, basically just list off. Because then I felt like I was just listing off my anyone I knew.
1: Yeah. People that you went to school with, nursery with. But it's basically just to make sure that you have people around you. for If times get tough... Yeah. ...that you can lean on them and say, I need some help here. Yeah, this but she... And,
0: and it was quite nice as well because she said, sometimes you will need to go out. I think she meant it in the sense of, it's just really important to, like, go out and spend time chilling because yeah. it's going to be... Well, as any parent will agree, you need time for yourself. Mm. So... um, she was like you might want to go out for beer with the lads mr k mm. so um yeah so it's just yeah to make sure that you've got people around you supporting you um like you say that you can lean on um which thankfully again we have yeah because she did yeah she did say about the local area as well because obviously yeah you might need someone ASAP. yeah
1: yeah and and sometimes it can what she was what she was saying was it's not always necessarily just you know, I'm I'm stressed, or I'm I'm overwhelmed by things, and I need someone to talk mm. to, or just to go out. It might be sort of practical support. So yeah. It might be look, I really need someone to just nip and get me this, Honestly. or someone to just watch them for a little bit, or those sort well, of things. And it's having people yeah. to be able to say, I trust you enough to, to yeah. do that for me. To be
0: honest, I've started that support network already, and we start our training tomorrow for three weeks. We have intense intense training. And I've already um, said to my mum that, as part of that, she needs to support us and bring us round dinners. (laughs) Bring us round
1: dinners and bake for us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she just shook her head and walked off. Yeah, (sighs) understandably. But if you're listening, um, a lasagna would be... She does a great lasagna. Oh, man, that lasagna. Lasagna. I mean, she doesn't say it like that, but...
1: Um... Yeah, and so, <laughs> so what else did we talk about in the meeting? So we also had to give a little sort of walk around the house. So we had to show oh literally where the the bedroom was. I mean,
0: this is too much information, but at this point I just nipped the toilet Ooh, and then yeah. suddenly you were walking upstairs oh. with the camera. And I was like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> Sorry that uh, hurt your ears. So but you were sat on the toilet? I was like, I'm in the toilet! Oh <laughs> my <laughs>
1: Is just the worst, <laughs> you know. I was really keen to, to show them my Matt signed picture, but she wasn't over keen on that, which was a shame because no, not many people aren't. It's because. a lovely picture, but anyway, nevertheless. Uh, so yeah, so the outcome of the meeting basically, what we had to do afterwards was she compiled a document just to say, uh, This is what I have observed during the assessment and during the conversation that we've had. And she basically said, yep, I'm happy for you to go forward with the adoption process, but I need that to be then verified by a colleague yeah. or sort of someone senior to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we had to wait a couple of weeks for that to come through. Uh, but then once that came through, then that was when we were able to then move on to the next step.
0: That's when we got sent the registration of interest forms yep. to fill out yeah. and then a date to hand that in. So yeah. that felt a bit, not gonna lie, that felt a bit of a long wait, didn't it? Yeah. Um, But... I feel like once... That felt quite lengthy, but then I think our situation's been a game of waiting. Yeah. With, like, health and stuff like that. So it just kind of felt like another thing to wait on. But since... Well, since the space of Monday to now, I'm, like, feel like it kind of... All those waiting... Yeah, moods quick. It just... It's gone so quick. Yeah. So I'm just blown away by... Mm. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Interesting.
1: Yeah, it's a weird one because you... So far in this journey, I've found that you'll be waiting for a long time for something to happen and then lots and lots will happen really, really quick. You want about just the adoption? Just Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a really condensed time, lots and lots will happen really quickly and then it's like you're waiting for ages and then lots and lots will happen. It's sort of been like that a little bit so far, hasn't it?
0: yeah. But if that's the way it is, that's the way it is.
1: Um, But yeah, so it was a really, really helpful meeting, I thought, because it it, it gave us a good idea about what sort of things were going to be asked in the future, Mm -hmm. uh, in the future stages, and and what sort of areas they want to look at, what things they're interested in. So it's sort of like an introduction meeting, really, just to see how you are what you are like and just to make sure that everything so far has been okay and that it's worthwhile you pursuing yeah uh, adoption basically nice one so yeah so what we're going to do next is we're going to move on to a few questions and then we'll finish up <gasps> <gasps> So let's have some questions then that we've had from people who have been listening to the pod and getting in touch on Instagram and via email. So thank you very much for the the questions. It's really nice to hear what people have got to say. And, you know, some of the questions that we've had messaged in have been things that we thought when we started the process. So they're all, there's no silly questions.
0: No. And I was going to say, and some of them, they were really apologetic about their questions Mm. about being blunt or whatever. And I'm like, just, just ask them because anything. At the end of the day, I think it's it's good to kind of get things cleared up. And I don't think there is a silly question. I mean, there is a silly question, but I don't think the ones that have been asked mm. are silly.
1: Yeah, I can Just... think of a few, but we won't go there now. So, fire away with the first question, Mrs. K.
0: Okay, so the first question um, is, do you get the option of a newborn?
1: Hmm. Do you want to go for that?
0: I'll let you go for that. Uh,
1: so when i think when a, i don't know when but i think in time gone by and certainly on movies and in books and stuff you mm. hear about adoption as being children who have maybe been born into like an illegitimate marriage or not a marriage so to speak or people have put their children up for adoption from birth mm-hmm. and that now is very rare so i can't remember what the percentage was that they said at our meeting but it was very small yeah so the amount of children now. who are put up for adoption from birth is very small so it's unlike if you were if you said i I just want a newborn and you wanted to do adoption yeah. then that's very very rare that that's going to happen
0: yeah i think you'd be waiting
1: i think you'd be waiting a long time so there is the option of having a newborn but it's yeah. very rare that they come about um so one of the options and the most sort of popular option at the moment, I suppose, that we've been told about from our local agency and that we've looked at when we've been reading things is what's called fostering to adopt. And fostering to adopt is basically where you get trained and approved as an adopter and you get trained and approved as a foster carer. And then you'll also get additional training for fostering to adopt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And fostering to adopt is basically where... The the local agency will identify a child before they're born who will need to be put into the care system. And so from birth, that child will be put into the care system for for whatever reason that might be. And you will have the option to foster that child from birth. But you cannot adopt that child from birth because the birth family might be contesting the reason for them to be put into the care system. So you will be made their foster parents And it might be for, say, six months to a year. I don't know exactly. I'm just making that up. But Mm -hmm. it's going to be for a a portion of their life. You're going to be their foster parent whilst the legalities are going on behind the scenes around whether that child is actually safe to go back to their birth family or whether they need to be long-term adopted. Mm -hmm. In most cases, from what I've read and what people have said, those children will go on to be adopted. So you will be their foster carer, so you will look after them from birth, Mm -hmm. and then eventually you will become their adoptive parent through law. Yeah. However, the drawback of that is that if their appeal for that family to take that child back into their care is approved then that child will be taken, obviously, away from you because you're just a foster carer yeah. and will be returned to their original family. So it, it carries get... a degree of... I say risk. Risk is a funny word, but the car- it carries a degree the, of... The
0: attachments that... Yeah, you,
1: you might have... I mean, you're going to have made a strong attachment with that child because you've had them essentially from birth for them then to be potentially taken back to their original but family. But I suppose
0: that's why you get the training because I suppose at that point in time, you are the foster carer so in that period of time you have to have your head thinking yeah i am a foster carer i am not an adopted uh, an adopted parent mm. um obviously the two are completely different mm. um because you i mean i've never been in the situation but i can imagine how hard it must be not to cr- when you've got that hope that they might yeah, be your totally, yeah. it must child be so um to have to, to form that attachment mm. you you want to don't you so yeah, um I think it's it's really good that there's training on it and that this is an option um yeah. really because it's given children a safe place yeah. to live is hasn't it yeah, isn't it yeah. so um but yeah so that that is an option I d- yeah for um that's the one that we had the impression if you wanted a newborn um that's the that's kind generally the really pathway to down to yeah. go but it's it's been really interesting because like you said um before before researching at the very beginning i think when we were considering adoption it was something that i've i mean we've been trying for a baby like it's something i've always wanted we we joke about it in like episode one about the pregnant barbie i've always wanted a baby and so that's something that i obviously didn't know much about when we started researching um I thought oh yeah I'd love a baby blah, blah 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 and then once you start researching and you start seeing different people's experiences and stuff like that um as well as listening to the information evenings and my own research etc you then realize that like you say it's unlikely that you're going to get a child younger than 6 months mm-hmm. um in the cases that I've seen it's been if the youngest I've I've seen in experiences is more like one to 18 months mm-hmm. um so i think that then made us think oh okay well we're, it, it's funny how our kind of openness and a view um once, once maybe i don't know what the word is desires desires have changed in, in even in the space of a few months so like i said i went into this wanting a baby um, I then did my reading and like looked at other people's experiences, and then I was more open to the idea that I possibly wouldn't get a newborn baby, but that's okay. And then when we had this meeting, one of the um, she she asked you questions about your. Well, I don't know what she, they call, they have a name for it, don't they? Um, the whole like asking what age, gender. Oh yeah. I can't remember. Um,
1: what, um, I can't
0: remember. It, I know she had something about a resource, but I don't think that was it. Would yeah, it? I can't remember. Anyway ignore the term resource i can't remember what it meant but yeah so she asked you questions like that and um she asked us the question um what age range what what age range what age would you like or is your preference and we said naught to two mm-hmm. um and she said that's great but she was like in my she was like, my advice to you she was like it's your choice and there's no right or wrong but my advice to you would be to think about um maybe expanding that um to say naught to five because um if you are naught to two you're just pigeonholing yourself to that age group but say the child that um your your child in the future um the the, the child that fits your family is two and a half Mm -hmm. or four um if we've said not to social workers and anything like that are, are going to look at our profile and be like, well, no, they don't, they don't want this child. Yeah. So that in, in, from that meeting to now, I feel like if it has really opened up our, um, desires and what's the, what I'm losing my words, but,
1: like your attitudes Attitude, towards Yeah. Having so an older I feel child, like
0: yeah. when we came into our meeting the other day, she asked us the same question again. And I said to her, Oh, what she said before had really spoken to us. And so actually, we're so much more open to the idea of naught to five because we want to get it right for both ourselves and the child. Like, yeah. so, yeah. So that was interesting. So, yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a learning. It's I think the whole thing, you constantly learn and you constantly mm. grow and you constantly change. And she said, Sometimes you're. you're um desires don't change and that's okay but Mm. i feel like with regards to age it definitely has changed and i think we're definitely a lot more open to a vast yeah yeah
1: so yeah so i suppose in answer to the question do you get the option of a newborn there is i suppose there there is is an option there is the the chance of getting a newborn just through the adoption route but that is quite a slim chance and then you've also got the the fostering to adopt option so there is the option there yeah um but it can Supposed to be a little bit more emotionally difficult, and yeah, and h- we, she asked do. us if
0: we would consider foster to mm. adopt, and I feel like I don't want to say no to anything as so- well. I, there's some things that I know that aren't right for us, um but things like that, I don't want to say. i We don't want to shut the door completely. Um, because I think we might even be going on the training um I think it's in stage 2 isn't it yeah um because you've got the option then if you have the training um you you you've got you again you've got more of a another pathway to go down whereas if obviously you close that door yeah then it you won't have that choice so yeah. I feel like we've it, it's really opened our eyes to being a lot more open to different things um hasn't it yeah definitely. um so yeah Um, I think that's answered that question, wouldn't it? Yeah, I
1: think so, yeah. So let's move on to the next question. So the next question is, do you get the option of what the child will look like? So we sort of briefly mentioned it in that last answer about the the demographics and things about the child, but do you want to just say a little bit about those things, about age and...
0: Yeah, I think, well, um, the the person that wrote this um, question was saying about... um, Obviously, if you went down like a surrogacy... I don't know much about surrog- surrogacy or anything like that. But I think um, if you go down the surrogacy um, path, it, whether it be sperm donor or... I, I don't know. Um, I think you can have like a catalogue with different people yeah, on it so yeah. you can choose. And I think they were just curious to see what how, how it differs.
1: Oh, I see. So, yeah. So, if we were, say, looking could you at, pick at children, specific- would we choose to pick someone who looks like a child that we might have naturally created? Yeah. Or would it... Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe. I or think yeah. I assume so. Well, I suppose... Do you get to uh, the option of what they look like? I suppose, yes. Yeah, you do, yeah. The, to, because a, to a degree. To yeah. a degree, um, because when you're looking, obviously that's not the only... Re- that's not the only um, thing you're looking for, but... I suppose everyone's going to be influenced by looks or, to an extent, aren't they? Yeah. Let's not be lying. Yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah. Um uh And so I think to, to, to answer the question, yeah, you do get mm. um, a choice in the matter because you're like you will look through different profiles of different children, which I don't know if we've mentioned it before or not. Obviously, we've not been through that. I'd love to hear from people and what they're because yeah, I've yeah. listened to podcasts on it and stuff, and people have said that it's it's really hard, mm. and I kind of dread that part. As much as I'm excited for that part because we'll be matching with our child, I I I, I am nervous for it because the idea of yeah, I mean, you just want to take them all, wouldn't you? Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. Um. Whether or not you're having one child or siblings, like having to find. the the child that's suited for your family um, must be really difficult.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I suppose in in answer to that question, when you you start the process of assessment and things, the social workers will ask you questions, like we said earlier, about what age of the child would you want, but also questions like ethnicity. So they'll ask you about what ethnicity uh, would you like, which... Feel it feels a bit weird because um, it feels like you're just sort of picking and choosing. But
0: I think it's just making us so much more aware of the needs of the child as well as as well as our needs. And um, I think that's just something to really consider when you're going through this process. But I don't think we've shut it completely because I don't think we can say I don't think we can say no to anything until. You're your, in that situation. With it. Yeah. 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 And I feel like the more we learn, because we've not even done the training yet, we've not done the training, the more we do, obviously, in stage two, we'll go through loads about our own lives and stuff like that. You never know, like, things might change. And so yeah. I would never say never. Yeah. Because...
1: You just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. And
0: at the end of the day, they're a child who needs a home. Yeah. And so if you love a child um, and you you form a connection with a child that's a different ethnicity yeah. it shouldn't, shouldn't stop, stop you. you yeah yeah. Um, but yeah it's, I mean wow it's yeah that's it's a tough, tough one isn't it tough yeah,
1: yeah. okay shall we uh, this, go on to the last question
0: yeah yeah do you want me to read it so our final one not really to do with uh, the or um, well, what we've been speaking about it's just more podcast related um, but what are your hopes for the podcast so what are your hopes for the podcast um,
1: I think when when we started making or when we when we sat down and said oh maybe we could do a podcast about this I we both I think we both agreed that the podcast and that's why we called the podcast the adoption journal because we said if we make this and record it and nobody in the world listens to it yeah then it doesn't really matter because in in the future in in times to come we can listen back to this and go oh yeah that was that was yeah. what we were talking about then that was what, what, what happened then and so that's the whole point is it? it's a journal it's something for us to look back and yeah. reflect on and remember almost like a diary so my hopes for the podcast are, are that we can journal our time together and yeah. that we can honestly reflect what happens um, but I think also as well now that we know that some people are listening to it and that some people are engaging with it my hope would be that uh, we would increase the profile of adoption yeah. and that we would in- improve people's awareness of the importance of adoption, what adoption is, what it looks like, the sort of nitty-gritty of adoption, Um, but also that we will um, help the people that know us personally, but also people in general, to be able to have better conversations about adoption, to be able to talk to people about adoption better, more sensitively, and not just adoption, but just pregnancy and family Mm. and all of those things, that people will feel more comfortable talking about those things and not feeling like they're they're treading on eggshells around Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think for me, pretty much everything you say, you've said I echo. Um, so I won't like expand on that. But I think as well, it's an, like you say, it's the awareness. And I, I'd i not really thought about it. But actually, like you say about not even just adoption, but just people's situations are so sensitive and so delicate. I think it's making people aware. I I know we've um, had conversations with people who have listened to the podcast and have said it's really made them think about what they might say might trigger somebody's feelings or like what, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like, and it's, I'm learning as well. Like, it makes me think about what I say to, around people because I say things all the time and I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Mm, yeah,
1: yeah. Like,
0: how are, how are they going to feel? Even, not even to do with pregnancy or children or anything like that mm-hmm. uh maybe it's a job related do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, ju- it just it's just awareness of people and people's situations but um i think for me I, I i i suppose i am just repeating what you said but i just want to make people aware of adoption yeah i'm saying awareness again um but i think that's because it is i just want people to really consider adoption and i don't want to preach it like, I don't want to force it on people, but I just want people's... Just to think about adoption and mm. to think that... I just think, especially with us, like I say, we've not really been brought up. Um, I know some people in your family have been adopted and stuff like that and there's been fostering and stuff. But in the scheme of things, it's not really something that...
1: Like an immediate family. yeah, Yeah.
0: And so it, even just our family members... Like, we were speaking to my mum and dad last night and they said that they're learning so much yeah. from us having a conversation. And they, they love... And so our friends yesterday said it as well because we went to their house and they said they, they're loving listening and learning about mm. the process. Mm. And even if it's a case of people just f- being fascinated by this this other option, they might not necessarily go down this path. Yeah, But they're so much more open to it. And a bit like... What the I can't remember which episode it was, three or four, but we had somebody ask uh, talk about the fact that adoption become normalised. Yeah, and I think that really stuck with me. Yeah, and actually, I want for our child in the future for them to not be oh you were adopted.
1: Yeah, like for them to be a brother or a sister or a cousin yeah. or a nephew or not to be to, to be the adopted child. Yeah, yeah
0: not to be different. Yeah, like awesome. We're all human. Yeah. And in any situation, like, I just want it. I want us to learn. Yeah. To accept and, yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, oh. no, that's really nicely put. So so that brings us to the end of episode five. Wow. So there we go. So thank you so much for listening. And it's been a real, it's been really enjoyable doing this episode. I really I enjoyed feel it. feel
0: like, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I didn't say kind of that much.
1: Kind of, Yeah.
0: You're, kinda, uh, I'm um, loving the um, I'm getting a lot of people comment on my kind of's and likes, likes. and it's making me very aware um, oh, goodness. but no
1: that is the end of episode 5 so thank you very much for listening and until next time see you later
0: is that right?
1: I don't know <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Finding Our Feet, the Adoption Journal. If you'd like to know more about our journey to adoption, then you can follow us on Instagram at finding.our.feet underscore, or you can email us at findingourfeet.adoptionjournal at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you for any feedback, any questions, or just to have a general chat. Thanks.